is in my book and in my movie. And had you heard of Rosewood, Florida? Did you hear what happened in Rosewood, Florida? Some white people got mad at some black people, really for no reason, and went crazy. I got the ladies gonna give you the, the story of what happened. So let me introduce you to my guest today. Her name is Lizzie Jenkins. I'm gonna let her tell it, make sure I got it right. <laughs> Thank you for being on Strong Inspirations. Thank you, Anthony, for inviting me, for having me to appear on your show. My name is Lizzie Jenkins, but I have to give my 26 minutes. Beautiful day, beautiful night. Lizzie Robinson Brown Jenkins. Okay. I am a Rosewood descendant of mentality attitude that they cherished on January 1, 1923, when they came to Rosewood, supposedly, allegedly looking for a black man, allegedly that assaulted a white woman. And you know, that has been the story for years. A, white, a black man did it. Yep. A black man looked at me. A black man touched me. The same thing that happened in Tulsa. This dude like a clown. It's a privileged lie because white people, white women can tell it and get away with it. But anyway, Rosewood, January 1, 1923. Let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Let me stop. Okay. Where is Rosewood, Florida? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rosewood, Florida. I never knew it was in Florida. Near Gainesville. We are surrounded by Orlando, Gainesville. Uh, Jacksonville, I'll put it that way, and Tallahassee. It's between Tallahassee, Jacksonville, and Orlando, and Tampa. I got you. Okay. (laughs) So now, is Rosewood, Rosewood was a black town when it first was incorporated, correct? No, it was majority black. It really was a white town that was founded uh, circular 1855. And it was founded by a white man. See, that's not he true. He was a contractor. That's he not true. House, uh, that's not true. They masons. I'm, I'm listening to this stuff, and I'm listening to a lot of these people masons, though. But I'm saying we've so been here, though. The land been time. black people. It been yes. black, though. In fact, people don't talk about it, but they don't know about it, so that's why they don't talk about it. When the blacks came there, they were enslaved. Mm-mm. They came on shrewdness. Mm-mm. My great great grandfather was found there when I started doing my research. In a lot of these black people, and he was I'm realizing and until this day, it's incubator babies too, I have though. Not been able to locate his parents because they didn't have parents, though. So they like, came there. You feel me? A lot of these people, like her, her parents, she wouldn't have no time, parents, though. Or her parents won't have no parents though. A lot of funny shit going on, but I'm saying this 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 been black people land though. And it's like it makes a lot of sense that a lot of the stuff happened to these people that was masons. They was in bed with white people though. It was though. It's not knocking what happened, but the truth is just the raw truth though. So now, Rosewood, uh, what did they grow? Did they grow in Rosewood? What did they 
what did they, was it crops or? Yes. Is it yes. wetland? What is it? Crops. But timber was very uh, high on the market. Timber. Uh, cypress. And they uh, cut the cypress. They had a cypress mill. And they made pencils. And they shipped the pencils north. Uh, oak trees and pine trees. Okay. Because there was there some funny stuff going on in, around like uh, 1893. Fruits and vegetables. <laughs> the 1800s was a funny Alligator. year. Eighteen, like fifty. It was some some weird shit happened. So from eighteen fifty to like eighteen ninety three, it was a bunch of right clones being made. Black clones and white clones, man. It's it's the truth. I'm learning a lot of stuff. I don't know. I'm just the truth. They was and they got along with the whites that were there. Uh, before Sumner was discovered. Sumner is the place which is adjacent to Rosewood. Like three miles from Rosewood. Where but the it don't, don't take away from Remember what white people do. How they is, though. I'm just saying, though. But this is what happened, though. Systematically, so all over the country. Get it now. So these people would be like the European, the so-called people who like Moors and these 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 type of motherfuckers. Though that's all. That's who these people is though. And um, Masons, nigga. All of them was Mason. So it made me even think more of that. So a fight ensued and she was left. I ain't gonna go there right now, though. So her husband, James Taylor, who worked at the Summer Sawmill, remember brothers? Got me thinking, though. Her husband, every morning, would go to work at 4 a.m. So the the white man, his wife was having an affair with another white man. Yes. She, the, the, the white man she was having an affair with, beat her up. Yes. So she says, well, it wasn't a white man who did it. It was a black guy. Yes, and you know she didn't use the word black. Yeah. So how does she choose your uncle as the black guy that she said did it? Don't nobody know this okay, history, though. He, he worked, I mean, he lived in... Not enough people, though. People know not enough people, man. Come on, man. If all this massacre is going on, how does nobody... Grandmama telling he, the daughter. Uh, why, 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 my generation of people don't know this stuff though. To or the people before me, plan. like what what happened? I'm just saying though, how does get covered up However, though? Her lover did not have to report to work until six a.m. on y'all, man. But the other guy had to report to work at four a.m. This our real history though. Our real history though. James Taylor. They both went to work to start the engines uh, at 4 a.m. So her lover had a couple of hours to mess around. All over the place. Though. So he chose to hang out with her because James Taylor was at the mill. So 
So each morning he would return home at 6 a.m. for breakfast. But this particular morning when he came back, he discovered his wife was bruised. And she said, when he walked in the door, she started crying. You know how they, how he got so angry then from his workforce, from the son of Samuel to come and help because a black man has attacked my wife. Now, how did he put this? How did he get to Rosewood? Okay, remember I said from, he traveled from Gulf Hammock. Gulf Hammock is south of Rosewood. Sumner is north of Rosewood. So in order, he didn't have anybody to drive home, so he had to walk home and he had to pass through Rosewood. And that's where my uncle lived. He went straight to my uncle's house because he knew my uncle. He was a mason. And so was her lover. He knocked on his door. You know, the Masonic knock. Jumped up. He ran to the door. Who is it? Who is it? He said to this stranger. And when he opened Uh-oh. the door, he saw a white face. <laughs> and told, he told him the story of what had happened. So, because of brotherly love among the black Masonic, he ran back to the room, put on his clothes, uh, went next door, got his cousin, Sam Carter, who owned the wagon, and they took him from Rosewood back home to Gulf Hammer. He was free. However, as I told you, James Taylor, her husband, was really angry. And by the time Sam Card and my uncle Eric Callahan with dogs come up with fleas. Returned from Gulf Hammer. Or the people they don't fleas, come up with dogs. Seen that in New Jack City. His wife had been attacked by a black man. <laughs> he brought in the dogs from a nearby prison, you know, tracking dogs. So by the time the, the group, the mob, got there from Gainesville, they of course gave our the dogs clothes or whatever. Uh, allow them to smell so the dogs led them straight to rosewood in fact straight to my uncle's house they didn't find anybody there and they were upset because they didn't find anybody at his house because they had gone to gohama so they uh after the dogs did not find anybody at Aaron's house they went next door where he had gotten his cousin sam who owned a wagon to take him to uh, go have So the mob was furious. The busy mob. They returned home to something. And you know, they are made moonshine back then, so they all got drunk. Later that afternoon, they went back to Rosewood. They still did not find Aaron at home because in between that time, uh, I don't know what time they got back, but it was between that time and about 10 at night before they went back. Of course, they had gotten drunk. Their nerves had built up because you know they are a bunch of cowards. <laughs> oh, did you know that? <laughs> I like your laughter. <laughs> I got you. I got you. That Aaron because he had gotten, he was so intimidated, so afraid, and unnerved because he saw the crowd coming in. He and Sam Carter too. They left home. They went to Aunt Sarah Carrier's house, which is Sam Carter's mother, because she was the uh, 
uh, what you call it, the community person. Uh, I can't think of the Mason. name that I want to say. But anyway, everybody would always go to her house for help and advice. So that's where Aaron went. And he was so disoriented, they had to put him to bed because he was scared. The mob came back that night, no Aaron at home, so they went to Aunt Sarah's house because that was the hangout. However, they didn't find Sylvester Carrier, and Sylvester Carrier was bad, Mama said, bad Leroy Brown. Right. And he's the one that killed those two white men that came uh, and kicked his mom's door down. But anyway, uh, Sylvester Carrier had left the house. Aaron was in bed. They went inside, pulled him out of the bed, dragged him out, tied him behind the car, took him, dragged him three miles to... Something. I don't know how he did not die behind uh, one of these model P's, but he survived. They were going to kill him. They beat him unconsciously and was about to shoot him and kill him because he was almost dead. So one of them or some of them say, well, he's damn near dead. Let's finish the end off. The sheriff drove up just in time to say, no, don't shoot him. I'll finish the, you know, put his in my car, and I'm going to take him in the woods to kill him. He did. Took him to Gainesville. I can tell this story so well because it was told to me by my mom, and her sister was the school teacher who told it to her. They wow. took him to Gainesville, put him in jail, and he stayed there for six months. And he told his friend, who was a sheriff in Gainesville, you better not tell anybody he is here. Because you know they would have broken into the jail and killed him. Right. We saw that the other day, right? Right, 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 right. And uh, for six months, he kept his mouth closed and he did not tell that Aaron was there. And that's how Aaron survived. Now it's time for you to ask me a question. So, okay, so that happened. But they killed a lot of black people in Roseville, didn't they? They killed five blacks. Now, when you hear stories like, oh, they killed a lot of black people. Yeah, that's the story, yeah. Yeah, white folk story. Okay? (laughs) Because they don't want people to know that they got beat. Came back on Tuesday's Happy Farm. So they had to go back home. Uh, and regroup and get drunk all over again and keep the moonshine barrels going. That's and bullshit. Because you see the destruction that happened to the whole city, though. So she and just said, Mason. So when they got drunk again, which was night two, they came back. However, on day one, at night one, they told Sylvester, we're coming back and we're going to kick your V8. Sylvester believed them. And he prepared for them. He invited all of his friends, his cousins from Levy County. And they came through the woods ready with guns. Now these fools from out of town who had relocated from the Gainesville. Oh, I've got to tell you on December 31, 1922, which was on a Sunday, they had a KKK meeting in Gainesville downtown. You know how they would have those rallies and celebrate. So they had called for help. So they were in Rosewood and something too. 
So they didn't know anything about Rosewood and drunkenly went to Rosewood to kill. I don't know if you know what a rut road. Have you heard of rut road? No. City, city, city. Yeah, I'm city boy, I tell you. <laughs> Let this little country girl tell you what a rut road is. Okay. Back then, most of the black folks owned wagons and the cars that were the same way for so long, back and forth daily. You are going to dig some ruts. It, it, in other words, the, soil, the sand is going to move to one side if you yeah, drive a wagon. Okay, now, yes, 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 yes. Okay, you got it. Uh, and they came to Rosewood down these rut roads in the dark, drunk, not knowing where they are going. And guess what? Sylvester and his guys were waiting. When they got close enough, they started cussing, shooting the guns, and talking noise. Sylvester had his men hiding out, waiting on them. So when they shot and killed one of the dogs, came to Aunt Sarah's house, which was Sylvester's mama's house, and kicked the door open. And when he did, when the first one kicked it open, he was a deputy. He was shot instantly, killed. The next one couldn't turn it back. He was too close, and he was shot. And somebody said, they done shot Aunt Sarah. And they said it just like that. They done shot Aunt Sarah, which was Sylvester's mother. And the women were in the house, including my aunt, the teacher, and they all yelled. And Sarah's been shot. And Sylvester yelled, shoot, everybody shoot. So the people on the outside, his friends started shooting. And here they are approaching with their guns in the dark. And they were shot. Wow. So and they were they were mass they were massacred. They went right into a gun battle that they don't want to talk about today. Okay, so when you hear them say, oh, a lot of people killed. Yes, my mom said, if a lot of people were killed, they were white. But they don't talk about it. Wow. Her sister was there. And you know how they do the Indians? When they when you watch the cowboy movie, all of the Indians are killed. Right. Same, same story, same scenario. They fought back. And mom uh, and MG say they shot. Her name was Mahal, the Gussie Brown Carrier. I call her MG. And shot and shot. They defended themselves. And that's what gave them time to get away and get out of Rosewood alive. Because they scared them off. And they were, mom said they were yelling, Help, I've been shot. God damn it, help. <laughs> well, the story. So now let me ask you. So then... Did they come back again, or they just took that that butt whooping and kept going, and it was over? Okay. Too late. <laughs> now, again, when, when is this? When did this happen? What year was that? 23, 
and some of them, and some of them told the facts, you all need to stay home until this quelled down. What they, how stupid they are, and listen to me when I say stupid, what they did not realize, the blacks had walked from Sumner that night to Rosewood the back way to help Sylvester fight. And they went back the next day and went to work. Just like nothing had happened. And But they were winking. They couldn't talk about it, but my mom said they were winking at each other. And my mother was 20 at the time, still living at home with her parents and the teacher's parents. Okay? She was grown. She knew what was going on. But yes, they were involved. And, uh, but the whites never knew it. But the blacks... Uh, I mean, the, they held the, the mob off long enough for the sheriff to find and locate. There were, see, the key was a train up there, lots of trains, because the train was there to haul out the lumber, the, uh, the, 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 the uh, what is the rosin factory materials. But they would not agree to help the sheriff because they did not want people to uh, target their families. Say, oh, your family helped get this. We are going to get you. However, to, because he begged so hard, he wanted to get so passionately. He wanted to uh, make sure the Rosewood, the blacks in Rosewood uh, got out and uh, to safety. So he worked, my mother said, 96 hours straight in ever to rescue with the help of the two train conductors and the store merchant. Help rescue the people and get them out of Rosewood alive and he did that. Wow. So all yeah. the black people left Rosewood? Every one of them. Now, do, where do you, do you live in Rosewood? Where do you live? No, I live in Archer. And this is where Archie is where the teacher was from. I'm like 15 miles from Gainesville. Gainesville is the home of the of the of the Florida Gators. Yeah. Uh, What's left so of Rosewood? Is Rosewood still a town? Did people move back to Rosewood, or what happened to Rosewood? No, Rosewood is no longer a town. People did not move back. The only thing in Rosewood is a Rosewood historical marker that uh, had the governor. I'm sorry, in 2004, the road was a road marker to Rosewood, and it's still there. But you know they have damaged that Rosewood uh, marker like 18 times. They have shot it up, pulled it up, painted it up. They, that DNA is still there. And we're in the process now of rebuilding the town of Rosewood. Not in Rosewood, but here in Archer, where my aunt, the teacher, and my mom grew up on this property. Wow. That I live on now that was purchased in 1904. So we. And again, how far is Archer here. from Rosewood? 20, uh, 44 miles. <clears throat> Sound like an agent. And we still go there and do ceremony. We were there. Sound like an agent. 2020, January 1, and we. Which was the 98th. That's what I think was going on. The 98th anniversary. And by. 2023 oh, at the centennial, we plan to have completed oh, that. this Rosewood town. We're going to rebuild it. And you can go or your friends can go to my website, yes. Rosewood, Florida, 
www.thebrotherhoodmedia.com. Donate or read about what we're doing. Yes. Everything. And I would love to invite you. Yes. Now. I'm coming. <laughs> I got snow. I'm coming. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, uh, I, it was just God's faith that I found 